Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Blues back in action tonight against the Canucks. Alex will have your pregame coverage and early start on this one. The fast lane's getting off a little bit early tonight at 5:30. We'll have puck drop for you right here on your home for the Blues 101 ES. You think they'll all at- stick around with me on pregame? No chance. At 6.30. Luke Korak, though, would always be happy to help you out. He's joining us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. You can find his work over at NHL.com and on Twitter at LKorak. Lou, we appreciate the time as always, man. What the hell's going on with this Blues team? BK, I was going to ask you if you needed a hug since the Tyreek Hill trade, but you sound like you're over it now. Oh, no, he's Albert Pujols is just, here in St. Louis. Yeah, We're good. Lou, we just watched Albert Pujols walk across Jupiter, Florida, Roger Dean Stadium. He doesn't even remember who Tyreek Hill is. He was waving to the you fans. He did the queen wave. Everything as well in the BK land over here. Shouldn't you guys be documenting every step he takes instead of talking to me right now? We What's did that in the last segment, Lou. We're good here. <laughs> We're all good, guys. How are you? We're doing all right. I, doing better than the Blues, frankly. Um, I yeah. assumed they would have a bounce back performance on Saturday. Like I just that's been this team's character over the years, especially honestly, most of this year, and it just didn't happen. They got outplayed, outworked. They they got outcompeted. What happened, Lou? And what is happening right now for this team in general? Well, it's funny that you say that because talking to Rod Brindamore the other night, he didn't feel like they played that great of a game and I'm thinking Rod buddy (laughs) you just put up seven goals on this team you know I think you were okay but uh yeah you know what guys I mean you can point the finger in a number of different directions but I'll be honest with you um quite frankly just get off to a better start I mean that you know you, you you gotta you gotta go from a starting point here and falling behind is just you know typically it's not a good recipe for this league. Now, I know they were getting away with it earlier in the year, and they're up in the top five in the league. Heck, I think they were up at the top as far as come from behind wins earlier in the year. And some of the players have identified that, that you know, they felt like they could, you know, yeah, they, they could fall behind in games, but they felt like they could outscore teams and get away with it. Well, they did get away with it. Well, you know what? Now these games, they just mean so much more, and – Teams are just buckling down, bottom line, and it, it doesn't seem like that they're quite caught up with uh, and and have the mindset and the understanding of just what these games mean to certain teams. Now, maybe to them, they felt like, you know, we're, I don't want to say comfortably in a, in a playoff position, but 
And I get it, you know, when you get down the stretch and get into the playoffs, you want to save your body and be as physically ready as you possibly can. But, you know, these teams are fighting for their lives, and there's teams that are ahead of them, uh, like Minnesota and Nashville that they're jockeying with, too, that are right there toe-to-toe with them. They're taking these games seriously, and, and, and they're jockeying for playoff positions, and quite frankly, the Blues are a step or two behind here. And I'm telling you what, guys, it's it's to the point now where I believe if you have another bad week this week, and by no means are these any gimme games, you know, with two against Vancouver, which has surged since Bruce Boudreaux took over. Uh, Edmonton's playing really well right now, and Calgary is Calgary. I mean, they're, you know, if, if you take Colorado out of the conference, they're probably playing as well, if not, you know, as well in the conference, if not in the league. So this isn't going to be a cakewalk this week, fellas. I mean, they're going to have to start, and I asked Brandon Saad this today, you know, does the urgency need to start kicking in because – these teams around them just simply aren't going away, and they've put themselves in a tough position because of it. Lou, the part that I think I, I, I've been confused by was after the loss to Philly, the word arrogance was brought up. Craig Berube mentioned it, Justin Falk mentioned it, even Doug Armstrong mentioned it with us at OB Clark's. And then after the game on Saturday, the word lack of confidence was brought up by Craig Berube. I, 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 I'm not sure how the team goes from being arrogant to having no confidence. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought that was strange, too. But you know what, Alex? I mean, you see it where you think you just have this aura about you that, like I was telling you earlier, you know, you you feel like everything will be okay. We'll just play our way out of it. And then once they realize, oh, this this isn't working out this way anymore, what do we do? Um, It's almost like that they're in that that mode now, and they they understand that there's not much time to get this fixed. And – I know Ryan O'Reilly said the other day as well after that Philadelphia game. He said that they're, you know, they'll be all right. They'll get it figured out. Well, you know what? You've got 18 games to get it figured out here. And, you know, are you in dire straits right now? Probably not. But you're teetering on it because you're four points out. Uh, you know, as well as you are right now in the standings, and they are in, you know, in the in the first wild card spot. You know, you get a win tonight, you jump right back into the top three in the division, and you're right on Minnesota's heels again. On the flip side, you're also four points from being on the outside looking in. So is it dire straits yet? No. But is it getting there? Yeah, it is. Lou Korak is our guest for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Lou, one thing I've been interested in over the last couple of weeks is the the divide that seems to be emerging in the way that this team wants to play. For much of the season, I would tell Alex and Tanner, hey, it's great that the Blues have all of this speed to go along with the heaviness that they used to have. And so you've got almost different lines that bring different identities to the ice. And I liked that. It, it was It was the one thing that differentiated this team from previous Blues teams. And I viewed that as a positive. And now it seems like that has become a massive negative for the Blues, where you've got certain guys, most of the veterans, that are saying, hey, we've got a certain way that we like to play, and that is the way that you win in the playoffs. And then you've got other guys, namely the young ones, that are playing this other way that they had had so much success with for much of the season, but now it's gone in the other direction. Is there a way to rectify that divide that seems to be emerging? And if so, what do you think it is? That's a good question. I I think that's their biggest challenge that they're looking at right now. And to be honest with you, uh, you know, as well as I do, you get down into these crunch time games and into the playoffs, uh, a heavier style of game is probably going to be your recipe for success. And, 
I think you're seeing the Kairos, the Mikolas, and some of these guys, and even Robert Thomas to a certain extent. And I know he was part of the Stanley Cup winning team, but he also missed a good good portion of that too because he, he was injured and didn't play in you know, didn't get to play really in the cup finals. So I think these guys are understand or are getting to understand and their understanding is it's coming from the hard way is that uh, nothing is going to come easy. Maybe what came easier earlier in the year is just not going to happen right now. And uh, I saw guys too many times on Saturday where you're watching Carolina and yeah, are, are they the most physical team out there? No, but they're, they're trying to play a hard game, and, and, and they've got guys that can play a hard game when need be. And I see pucks on blue sticks where they're getting, they're getting too easily just stick-checked off the puck and not protecting it and doing the little things necessary that it takes to win. And it's, it's just a bad recipe right now, and, and, and that's why you're seeing the results that you're seeing. And I think until these guys understand that, you know, if they all get on the same page, and Brayden Shen said it the other night, um, you know, a complete buy-in, you know, just isn't there. Well, that's going to that's gonna take the collective group to get there because you can't have one or two guys or, or five guys or six guys straying away from what the objective is and where, where the team needs to be. So until they figure that out, uh, you're going to continue to see these results. And, uh, you know, like we've been touching on here, um, you don't have two and three days where you can practice until your next game. I mean, you're playing basically every other day. So, they better get this figured out quick or uh, they're going to be on the outside looking in fast and then things are going to really get dicey for them. He's Lou Korak. Find his work over at NHL.com where he'll be covering tonight's game between the Blues and the Vancouver Canucks. That one has a puck drop at 6.30. Alex will have your pregame coverage beginning at 5.30. Lou, we appreciate the time as always, man. Thanks for the insights. We'll talk with you again soon, my man. Okay, boys. Good talking to you.